Where did you learn that? On my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chelsea. And I'm Alina. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the All Asian, Asian American, American Rejects. Rejects. Where we talk about stuff. And apologize to our mothers. Sorry, mom. Welcome, everyone, to the All Asian American Reject podcast. Woo! Yay! Pilot episode. Episode number one. Yes. What, what it is that people call these things, but this episode number one. Um, so, we really want to talk about what Christmas means. I think that, well, today's Christmas Eve, and for myself, uh, this Chelsea, I am Hmong American, and and this is Alina, and I am Lao American. So yeah, so both of us come from refugee community. You too, right, Alina? Yes. But I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about you either. Why are we even here? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> uh, for Christmas Eve, we really want to focus on the topic of a refugee Christmas. Like, what does it mean to grow up as refugee in America and to to celebrate Christmas, even though neither of us are Christian, right? So what was it like to have Christmas when you were growing up, Alina? I mean, we didn't really do Christmas at all. When I was really young, for example, I didn't even know what Christmas was until I saw it on TV. I was like, why are these white people, like, dancing around a green tree? You know, like, <laughs> I really did not understand. And my mom was even like, I don't know what that is either. So it was something that we didn't really do until later on when people started catching on. When, you know, the gifts started being the focal point. Like, meeting our aunts and my uncles and my grandma and grandpa and bringing them gifts. That's what Christmas became for me. Wait, but, like... When, when did you start gifting? Because I think for me, it was very much a school thing. I think I learned a lot about American traditions yeah. in school. Yep. Because it was always this thing about, oh, it's Valentine's Day, it's Christmas, and you want to give a gift to your teacher. Mm-hmm. So what was this thing when my mom would drive us around town trying to find gifts, like all of us, me and my siblings, buying gifts for our teachers? Yeah. So just, that was just a thing to do. Yeah. And I so I think I, when I was growing up, my first like introduction to gifting for Christmas was in school, mm-hmm. and like, I can't recall when my family we started gifting to each other. Well, we were so poor, how could we give each other, right? But I just thought that's what you do to your teacher. You give them a gift during Christmas. Um, we didn't have a tree. I don't remember ever having a tree until much later. Yeah, same. Think, yeah, I think either high school or early college. Yeah, that's when we had a tree. Um, but the tree is so, it's just like a central part of Christmas that when I think back on it, I, I feel like, my, I wonder if my family was the only one who didn't have a tree growing up. But the, the art of Christmas mm-hmm. is still there, right? That's what I thought too growing up because all my friends in the neighborhood, you know, I would go into their homes and they all had these trees, whether it was fake or real or whatever. Um, they all had one. And so I think I was part of the reason why we started having trees because I would see, you know, as a kid, being like 10 years old or whatever, being like, mom, all my friends, I thought it was like a, a necessity, like a we had to have it to be, to fit in, to be American. And you're right, like in school, that was sort of where I learned about American traditions, um, specifically like Christian white America. And so then, you know, I started begging my parents, like, let's have a tree. And then they were like, okay, we'll go buy one at Walmart. <laughs> like the cheap one, like probably the one that looked like foil. 
<laughs> and then we were able to afford like a green one eventually. Yeah, and I think one thing I also learned, like what I also learned about Christmas was Christmas holiday like movie. Yeah. Like Home Alone, I swear. Oh my gosh, and I, I love like, that one. What? What is... I swear, like, what did they do for a living? Mm-hmm. How could they afford that house? How mm-hmm. could they afford those vacations, flight tickets? And then, like, all those decorations. You know, if that was a Lao or Hmong mom, like, she would not leave her kid there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the heck? But Christmas was so extravagant. Just it was. Just, like, every time I think back on, like, watching that movie, that se- whole series, yeah. like, Christmas is amazing. Yeah. It's- White for snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of the snow, right? And ton of decoration, ton of present, like all your family together. Yeah. And that was Christmas, and that's supposed. That's what it was supposed to be like. And to me, it's always like dreaming about when my family could be like that. Mm-hmm. But then, like my family was so poor, so we couldn't ever afford to be like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think as I got older, and, and we. Like, all my siblings, we became, like, much more financially stable. Well, I'm still broke, but... Same. Well, same. (laughs) I think our understanding of Christmas changed, right? Yeah. And and the further we we live apart, the closer we become when it comes to Christmas. Um, So, yeah. Now we're going to be, like, home alone. (laughs) I'm not going to be like that movie. We're never going to live in a house like that. But I think my sense of Christmas become more intimate. Yeah. And now we have a tree. Now you have a tree. Yeah. Time to right. present. But only for our parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's always great. And if they're not Christian. I That's true. Have, yeah. I and mean, we still celebrate it. I'm still like eating Tamapong and Jail Bong. Like, you know, sitting around a Christmas tree. We still wear like, well, now this is recent development. But like mm-hmm. my family likes to wear onesies. That's become an Instagram trend. <laughs> You know, Wait, on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's like okay. evolved. You're right. Like it's definitely evolved. So you, your family, create your own tradition. Yeah, like for for maybe ten years, my family also used to do pho. Ah, uh, yeah, like a Same big here. pot of pho, and then we just eat that. That was that was us creating our own traditions. Yeah, I think it was only in recent year, yeah. like recent like three or four years ago, that my mm-hmm. family. Like we we create our own tradition of getting getting together at my parents' house. And, and having, yeah, the five breakfast. Yeah. And, and opening present. Like, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Because also we didn't have money to buy present, right? Yeah. But now, yeah. because I think we're older, and we could afford to buy some present. And like one year we get together, then it just become a tradition to get together. And because I'm not really religious, and I really think about how Christmas isn't part of like my faith or mm-hmm. my family's faith or whatever mm-hmm. like that and so I think a lot of people also who are not Christian also celebrate Christmas for to say that it is an American tradition yeah um, driven by consumerism but of course that, of course <laughs> uh, I like gift uh, but the thought, let's go back to um, let's go back to like comparing like our Christmas experience with our like non-refugee friends or people we know right mm-hmm. and they also think about like that christmas tree and how central it is so we have a friend who is here with us have a very interesting story about tradition yay, yay. we love friends uh what's your name my name is tanya <laughs> lai 
Yay. Also, Lao American like Alina. So, what was it like growing up in a refugee family and celebrating Christmas? If your family did celebrate Christmas, yes, we we celebrated early on. I think also because the rest of my mother's side of the family was already here. So when we landed, I know that we stayed with um, my aunt and her husband and their three kids. So I remember, like, I think the earliest memories would be just like we have a huge family. So we would always be at their house. And they had already, you know, had a tree and for years on it. I think they caught on to that tradition. So we, we were lucky to actually see the physical manifestation of that, manifestation of that, I think, um, in their home. So every year I would remembering, um, even as early as like six or seven years old, like having presents. And I remember one year, uh, we. Ne- so the thing about it is my parents were just – super busy and super ambitious just working seven days a week that they even if we wanted a tree or or um you know to make food and all of that like I I know that we always had somewhere to be like had somewhere to go so Mm -hmm. we it would always just be at someone else's place but I remember one year distinctly um I found my Christmas present in my mom's closet. Uh-huh. It was like a life-size doll. And I was so happy to have that life-size doll. I think I must have been like maybe eight years old. So I know that I always, I had always received gifts, but we never had any decorations. And at the time, I think like, I didn't feel left out because I had, you know, we made like snowflakes at school. Uh-huh. You know, like we yeah, were always like, so I got all that. my holiday fix at, at school. And I, I do remember in the neighborhood, I think the nicer part of the neighborhood, just like a couple blocks down, not the, not the street where all the Laotians <laughs> lived on, called Ludi Street in Nashville in Woodbine, which I think now is like hipster central, which is really strange oh, sure. to me. It's like this is where <laughs> this is where you know we lived in two bedroom duplexes. But anyway, um, I, I think I remember just kind of like there were lights, there were always lights, and there was something cozy and warm about that. And I think. I think seeing those lights, you know, kind of reminded me of a, not a loneliness that I didn't have those physical things, yeah. but a loneliness from where, like, I didn't have time to spend with my family. I didn't know what that was, I think, un- until I saw those lights and the warmth and, like, someone took the time to actually may- make something pretty. But then my parents were unable to do that, obviously. But, you know, like, whatever loneliness I did feel, it was dissipated because I had, like... Um, like, I was really close to one my one cousin, Tala, because she and I were a year apart. And she had five siblings, brothers and sisters. So I would always spend that time with them. And we had always had grandparents around. Did so, you have a Christmas tree? So I did not growing up. I don't remember having one until we moved to a bigger house. And I was 15, 16 or so. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think we got a Christmas tree. And it was really nice. Like, we put it up against the window yeah where the dining room like they was do in the yeah movies. <laughs> like they do in the movies and you know i all the works like, i remember it was gold theme and we put presents under the tree and all. i thought that was really nice but even then we never hosted christmas at our house because mm-hmm. it was just not a thing i mean there were five of us mm-hmm. i think because some somewhere else at a relative's house someone always held it so yeah. we would give our presents to like you know like what you know working part-time jobs like yeah when you're in high school I would be able to buy my own parents' gift or, like, I would always exchange gifts with friends. But I I honestly felt like sometimes, like, when I really thought about it, like, I tried not to think about it because maybe there was some trauma there with my parents being gone for Mm -hmm. so long, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, 
like during the day that I I would never I I would kind of like oh this is just like a like um like this is just another reason to help me remember that my parents weren't around mm-hmm. and it wasn't around because they were neglecting us it was just like they had to work yeah and see that's another thing too like especially you know see just reference home alone just mm-hmm. watching that that movie and seeing families take vacations especially during the Christmas times, you know, yes. my family was still working. I mean, my mom was working at Krispy Kreme Donuts and they don't, they weren't closing like really? on Christmas day. Wow. And so just having well, people her. People have to eat donuts. Yeah. Oh, Christmas day, day though? Yes. People are eating donuts. I think Starbucks is open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know about Christmas. I feel like Christmas. It might even be half day. Cause Krispy Kreme like four day is half day. Yeah. Like, like till four. Yeah. But still like, that's just, you yeah, know, right. it's kind of, it sucks. And yeah, we, like, never took vacation, so I didn't, when people were saying, oh, I'm going to, like, Disneyland with my family, you know, it, I'd be like, man, I wish I could do that, too. Right, and it, there's a sense of, like, like, the these things are essentially, I think, all American, because you don't think of people in Laos right now, oh, we're going to go to Long Prabang for the weekend, or, I, I don't think our, the, the refugee mentality, you have the luxury to say, like, I'm going on vacation, unless yeah. you're going to visit family, right? Right. But then it isn't like vacation because it's not really part of our tradition to be. It's not. It, it's yeah, not. it's not. We don't yeah. have vacation. We don't. There's we don't no such thing as vacation. Because vacation. There's not even a word for vacation. Yeah, vacation for me uh, as a student was winter break. Yeah. And you go home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you do chores. You do chores. <laughs> you sweep the house. You clean the windows. Oh damn! <laughs> wow. I'm, I, Okay. I didn't sweep the windows. I didn't sweep the windows. But yeah, yeah but yeah, that's that is that's true. Weird, that yeah. is true. And they get really bored. But but talking about tradition, um, Kanye, I know that you're not, you're you're getting married to yes. someone who's not Lao. Exactly. So, what is his like traditions around Christmas like? Yeah. So so my fiance Lucas, um, he would tell me a story about like he you know he had just come home from vacation or something, and he talked about. He's from Whitehall, Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is huge on Christmas trees, Christmas tree farms everywhere. So every single year, his parents would have a tree that hit the ceiling, and they didn't really have an extravagant Christmas. It was just Mm -hmm. three of them, but I think he associated his childhood memories with those big trees and the fact that he always had his own Christmas tree growing up, and he would get to decorate it every year with his own ornament. So this idea was just mind-boggling to me. So I was just like, wow, you had your own... And he was like, yeah, and then I came home... One day, it was after I graduated college, and I didn't have a tree. And he's like, yeah, I was pretty pissed off. <laughs> so the fact that, you know, from – and then, like, I re, we recently went to visit his parents for Thanksgiving, and they brought out two boxes of ornaments that were all Lucas ornaments. They were, you know, Lucas playing the piano. Wow. At 2004, like, there there were, you know, those, um, those Hallmark – what are they called? The nutcrackers. Yeah. They're all wooden and there would be sleighs and, and big wolves. Like, I don't know why wolves are an ornament. Like, but, but everything, like quilted ornaments, like snowmans that you could plug lights into that lit up. Um, yeah, like Germanic ornaments. Yeah, so it was just like, you know, it was just like really, really neat. And, and you know, what's in, what's cool is like his family, ethnically, they're, um, they're of your Eastern European descent. Mm-hmm. But still, I think... I think it was just kind of like emblematic of the differences between our cultures that Americans like just there was no question about it. You always had a tree 
Yep. And you always had the Christmas turkey. Mm-hmm. And the carrots and, you know... <laughs> And, and everything, and it was just like, and yeah, and we ate, we didn't, I mean, and even Thanksgiving food. I remember growing up, we didn't eat Thanksgiving food until, Same. until like, we our cousins started making it. But to this day, like, my grandparents, they don't eat, they don't eat, um, <laughs> they don't eat, like, Thanksgiving. So it was just, yeah, it, it was just emblematic of the differences between mm-hmm. our two cultures. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, to this day, growing up, like, I love stories I read as a child, like, that involved Christmas and they were usually English and it was some orphan mm-hmm. girl that was left at her uncle's manor because her parents died. What is like, that one? <laughs> that's a secret garden. I'm not oh. sure there's Christmas in that one. But I remember one of my favorite books growing up, which which is why I love church now and I love like choir music. Yeah. Called A Murder for Her Majesty. But Christmas was so magical with the music. Yeah. And with the holly and with the snow and with the, the decorations. Like, the singing yes. in a church is, like, so gorgeous. And I swear to this day, like, what took me to a church in the first place is, like, I was mesmerized by their singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and I think, like, all the all these dreamy qualities and all the romanticization of, like, and I think the true spirit of Christmas, it is cross-cultural. It's, you know, yeah. it's love, it's forgiveness, it's family, it's all of those great things, which are, don't necessarily have to be Christian, you know, but they're, you know, every human's, um, I guess, like, all of our values. So, yeah, so, yeah, I remember just writing a story. I remember on my typewriter, this is how old I am. <laughs> I remember one of my kids, a, a typewriter. <laughs> so I remember click, clack, click, clack, like, typewriter. So um, I, I wrote a story about, you know, somebody being gone for a long time and coming home. And I was like, where did I get this story from? Like, and I think it was one of, like, the romance novels that my cousins bought me. Like, it was somebody coming home from the war during Christmas, like, in the snow. So I remember all these stories. About, and I think it's what Christmas symbolized, like, you know, in the winter. And, yeah. And the magic. I, I think, I still think it's a very magical season. And I still love Christmas to this day. It's my favorite holiday. Wow. But that that was not my own experience. Like, like what you guys were saying mm-hmm. earlier, it was an experience I got from very white like very like writers who are just from you know the I don't want to say the white tradition but the, I guess the European the Anglo the you know mm-hmm. yeah so it wasn't very realistic but it was it was you know fun to enjoy those things yeah, yeah I guess, like, like I I I mean, I got a lot of like my idea of Christmas from stories as well right 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 yeah. Like, which tell me, like, Express. Yeah, yeah. I've never that seen the movie, though. Like, don't watch Sweet the movie. Too. It's kind of creepy. Okay. But. I saw that in 3D. In 3D. But I'm almost 30, <laughs> so what, I'll be creeped out. I still get, I still get. I mean, I've seen, like, bits and bits of it, but never the whole thing. But maybe I'll, ch- I'll check it out. But we also have, like, another guest here. Welcome, TK. TK. Yeah, so what type of a refugee Christmas? Like, what was it like for you growing up? Did you did your family celebrate Christmas, and what was it like? And and if you could like distinctly remember, was the first time you had a tree? If you had a tree. Yeah. So my first introduction to Christmas was actually um, after I moved out to Laos when I was four. I met my aunt in Montreal, actually Canada. And she married a Quebecois. Um, I didn't realize that until now that 
There's a picture of me with my cousin, and we're sitting there on the couch, and there's a Christmas tree next to us. And since then, like as I grew up, right, I never took notice of what really Christmas meant to me or to the family. Um, each year, we would go to my aunt's house and we would celebrate Christmas. Um, it's not until recently that I remember my first gift that I received from my mom was actually a Robocop figurine. And I cherished that gift for so long, like for the years to come, because all these years, my mom never gave me a gift. That was like her only and first gift she ever gave me. You know, um, but something I learned about Christmas is there is something magical about it. Um, the fact that the tree can symbolize a gathering of people because it become a universal symbol now that every time you see a Christmas tree, it's like, hey, it's Christmas. It's people come together, right? And as a kid, I think that's how they brainwash you because you know there's going to be a gift underneath that tree, you know? <laughs> and everybody just runs to it and it's like gift exchange. Um, my only thing was I didn't learn about gift exchange until later on in the years. Um, but even now, um, my mom, she was a single mom. We never really like celebrated Christmas. It was only my aunt's side or the one that were on the side of, you know, the, the Canadians, I would say. Um, but then when I moved to the United States, um, I was in Massachusetts, but as I moved further south, Christmas tree came without snows. <laughs> it was it was odd, yeah. but yeah. then slowly, you know, when I heard about Florida having the Christmas tree as palm trees, I was like so amazed by that. I was like, hey, you know, it's it's culture. You know, no matter where you go, it's it's culture. It's whatever you want to make the symbol out of it. You know? I mean, I'm from Cali, so we don't have Christmas. We don't <laughs> yeah. have they don't have evergreens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, actually, I mean, we have, no, we have, we, you, you can, can get like, fake trees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was half fake tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could get fresh tree, but we didn't have white Christmas mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so then you know, it makes you wonder like which part of the world that you go to, um, how is it celebrated? Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing about that time of the year that's so magical is it is giving and forgiving you know you forgive people you give them gifts um for somewhat reason people even on the road they let you cut in front of them actually <laughs> wait where are you driving which, nobody which lets does me, not happen like... in dc <laughs> that does not happen in dc yeah i don't know about that <laughs> of course it doesn't happen when you take the metro you know <laughs> He's talking about he's talking about Springfield, Virginia. Mm. Yeah, it's still like, didn't happen. Yeah, it's not only Springfield, Virginia, but I'm talking about like Massachusetts. Maybe, right? like, I, yeah, like yeah. I think maybe people are feeling a little bit more generous. Like they know they're gonna have a break. They're feeling nicer, just in general toward yeah. humankind. But it goes to back to being brainwashed, right? If you're a good kid, then Santa's gonna give you something good, you know. But does it really happen? Um, talking about Christmas, right? Yeah. When I first learned that Santa was not real. I was shocked, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? I believe he still lives because it's the idea yeah. of what he does that matters most, you know? Exactly. It didn't have to be like a real person, you know? When they told me like, oh, yeah, Santa is your parents, I'm kind of like, so why you lied to me all these years? Why, <laughs> why couldn't you just like man up the first time and just let me know? Like, why all these years? Now you come out and let me know, like, for what? And then they'd be like, oh, that's why I raised you, so you can take care of me when I get older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? My parents said that. We said that before. Yeah, yeah, which is very, very loud. Well, I think brainwash and lie, those are strong terms. Maybe because... I mean, they, it sounds you know? so, like, the very, yeah. they have negative connotation. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
Well, it's just semantics. Yeah. But I, I think what you mean is, like, I think I think to a certain age, up until a certain age, I think it's good for us to have, like, a healthy, like, belief in, like, suspension of disbelief. It's like, it's like a phrase that was coined by, I completely mm-hmm. forget who it is, but the willing suspension of disbelief is, like, you willingly suspend your disbelief mm-hmm. for just, like, you know, the, the pure magic or the pure... I think satisfaction and I think the hope that you get from disbelief that there is this magical entity out there that gives you something rewards you for being good but then gives you coal for being bad you know and well and I think since you mentioned that I think that's also why like some of us even though we're not Christian yeah and even though we know that Christmas have this whole like like consumer side to it we still celebrate it yeah because of that, that we that. still have a we still buy into it yeah, yeah because it because gives us comfort in a way it makes us happy and I, and I think we were willing to suspend our own knowledge and our own belief of what christmas really mm-hmm. mean um yeah so great well thank you kanya and tk for joining us for our first episode and talk about christmas the christmas tree um yes yeah. and you know so Tomorrow's Christmas, and I know we know that not everyone uh, celebrates Christmas. We, we have a lot of friends and family out there who don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate other kind of holidays, and so we, we want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Uh, whatever you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate like any formal tradition uh, this holiday season or tomorrow, we just wish that you have a good time. Yeah, and hope you hopefully you make it a tradition to tune in into our podcast. Hey. Thank you for joining us on our first episode. We hope that you enjoyed this conversation and we wish you a wonderful, wonderful end of the year where your family, your friends, and even yourself, if you are far from those who love you and those that you love. And if you really want to apologize to your mom with us, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Odd Asian American Rejects. See you next year.